He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Hello and welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I am Evan Wexel. That makes this my podcast where I talk to a random Facebook friend every episode, no matter where they come from, how much I know them, if I've ever met them, if I've ever even spoken to them in person. A few things first you can do to help this podcast reach new heights. Please subscribe on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts now. Write a five-star review. Share it. Uh, be glorious to it. You can also check this episode out on Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. AwkwardWithEvan.com is the website for all the episodes as well. You can also go to at AwkwardWithEvan on Facebook and Twitter to keep up with shenanigans on social media. Uh, this week, it is my first voice-to-voice conversation with this Facebook friend. She is someone I met Back when I was in college, and when I was in college, AOL Instant Messenger was was coming up. It was like before there was texting, there was AOL Instant Messenger. And for some reason, I was able to connect up with all these random Bon Jovi fans uh, through America Online, I think, originally. And uh, for some reason, we, we, we managed to talk. Uh, she was kind of my guardian angel, and I explained why during my talk with her. Uh, her name is Andrea Legg. And she's great. And she is my first ever librarian that I am talking to on the podcast. So if you guys love libraries, she's th- this is your lucky day. Uh, not only librarian, a, a master's in library sciences. That's right, guys. So you'll find out what that's all about. We're going to talk Bon Jovi too. And uh, we're just going to catch up because we've never spoken to one another. And she was nice enough to do this. Uh, this is my talk with Andrea Leg. Okay, guys, we're on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Uh, I think this person, we've never had a voice-to-voice conversation, but we're Facebook friends. Yes. But initially, we were AOL Instant Messenger friends, I think, back at the turn of the millennia. And uh, <laughs> a- Andrea Legg, hello. Welcome. Hello. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Where you're at, you seem like you're you're talking from a very quiet location. Are you in a school right now, or what? What's going on? I'm in my office at oh. a library, oh, so that's nice. a really good, yeah, okay. good catch. You have that good. Okay, good. That's very nice of you. Um, <laughs> so initially, I think we were in touch. I don't know how we initially became in contact. Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. Right. Always. Right. Yes. And I had a good string of episodes where it was Bon Jovi fans coming on i interviewed some bon jovi fan when their album was coming out yeah oh yeah so there's been some mm-hmm. bon jovi in this podcast but you were so we'll, we'll talk bon jovi but then i think you somehow we came in contact through AOL instant messenger and mm-hmm. and then it was like i was in college and like you were i deemed you you're basically my guardian angel right you were yes. my yes right okay so where were you all now you're right now you're in Ohio. So yes, always, always from Ohio. 
I'm I lived in Chicago right after I was born for a little bit, and then my mom moved me here to Ohio, and I've never left. Okay, very yeah. nice. Where, and um, so where your allegiances lie? Like, are you a Cleveland fan, Cincinnati fan, or Columbus fan, or? <laughs> My husband is diehard Cleveland everything, okay. even the Browns, even, even when the... they're like one in thirteen. Um, <laughs> so for his for his sake, I'm Cleveland everything, but I do have an allegiance to the Bears because they were my dad's favorite football team, and then Notre Dame because I went to Catholic school and I feel like that's important. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, those are my allegiances. My dad was a huge Browns fan. But oh God, I, since sorry. since they left, he's now I guess a Ravens fan because technically he still considers the Ravens the Browns. That makes even, sense. Even though the Browns are now back as the Browns, and they're still terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand. Oh, and then and then when so we'll talk. When did Bon Jovi then come into the fold for you? Always in the. Um. Well, I'm an old millennial, yeah. so I can't say that, you know, like, oh, well, I've been listening to them since 7,800 no, degrees. I, I can't either. <laughs> I'm listening to them since so, Keep the Faith. See, that's, yeah. I, yeah. I think I came right after that. I, I discovered them during these days. I had right. the cassette, and I, you know, I remember the hair. Right. The, the, re- the, the red hair blowing in the videos. Right. With, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when I kind of came on to it. Okay. And you have favorite and so favorite songs, favorite shows you've seen of theirs? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite my favorite favorite Bon Jovi song is Living in Sin. Okay. Which I think I've heard one time live, but I can't really remember because right. they never play it anymore. And um, my favorite John song, I'm a really big we never talk about the Destination Anywhere album. I love the like, Destination nobody Anywhere. Isn't and that, it the that best? was that was my formative like my formative years were these days and then destination anywhere. Yes. And, Wasn't uh, it great? I saw the, him play that live at the Orpheum in Boston. <sighs> and I remember like, I thought I got real tickets, but I think I had fake tickets. So I had to buy them from a scalper when <laughs> oh, I got God. there in the rain with a friend of mine. Oh, and we were great. like, we were like thrown in the back and it was, it was good. We got to see, and Pete Wolf came out at the end. Um, cool. So it was cool to see. It was, it was weird. Like just, you know, I, I was getting introduced to, like, the crazy fandom. This was, like, pre-before I joined the fan club and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, Destination Anywhere, what's your jam? What's your favorite song off? I mean, when I learned guitar, I mean, I was learning all the Destination Anywhere songs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's such a great – I mean, you can strip it down as an acoustic album, and it still stands on its own. Right. Um, I really loved Queen of New Orleans. That was, uh-huh. like, my AOL – email address for a while until I was in college and realized that that wouldn't look great on the top of a resume. Um, and, um, I really liked, it's just me. Um, God, just any, that, that whole album you can play, I can play that from beginning to end and not skip a song. I just loved it. Did you watch the short film also? Like the one with Kevin Bacon and Whoopi Goldberg? That was funny. (laughs) Yeah. And Jewel. (laughs) And, and wasn't Demi Moore? Demi no? Moore was, was his, the... yeah, she was his wife. Yeah. Yeah, dark, crazy. Dark, dark film, man. But uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. I mean, Every Word Was a Piece of My Heart. It's probably one of my favorites yes. of all time. Mm-hmm. Destination Anywhere, Agreed. I covered a lot. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, August 7, 415 is easy to play. That's like a basic uh, yeah. four-chord song. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great album. I mean, it's kind of weird because I feel like 
did you ever are you still like getting up to speed on what they're doing yeah it's just it's not the same and i know right. a lot of people say that right. but it's just i don't know i i'd say like maybe around 2007 2008 right. i started to listen to albums and think mm, right no skip this song you know it just wasn't as a consistent thing sure. for me starting then but i still i went i went on i went to see them this year oh good um and I got to, I, you know, and I enjoyed it. It's just, it just doesn't feel the same. And I know I'm not alone in saying that, but it's still right. fun. And it's still, you know, you just feel nostalgic when you go. And yeah. It, I don't know. I've, yeah, I haven't seen them on this tour. I just think it's every time it's, it's not Richie, it's a stomach punch for me. Um, yeah. But I know Phil's, Phil's great and he does a great job. It's just like, and it's almost unfair to compare because like there's a great mm-hmm. video created of like phil playing the part and then richie playing the part and it's like mm-hmm. it's night and day because like it's richie's part to begin with so you can't right. really but uh i think the new album is very like honest for him and mm-hmm. i'd like some good stuff in the 2000s of his and of theirs mm-hmm. and oh, had, yeah. you, had you ever heard the album the burning bridges album that came out before this house is not for sale no i didn't hear it yeah, I feel like I that like that has like the solo album kind of vibe to it because it was so okay. it's so unorthodox, but yet mm-hmm. there's still like the "We Don't Run" song um, is mm-hmm. originally from that, but it's so good, you know, you put it on this one as well um, mm-hmm. in a deluxe version. So yeah, I'll I would check it out. Yeah, I've, closest best encounter ever had an encounter with the band or anything, or oh. ever had an encounter with the band, or you had, you have to be somewhere now. Are you okay? <laughs> Can you still hear no, me? No, the the yeah, Skype was starting to cut out a little bit, but oh, we are good now. Okay, go ahead. Can you repeat the what's, question? What's what's? Um, do you have a best John story? Like, uh, or ever I met ran don't. into the bands? Never ran into anyone. I have never. Mm. No, I have never ever ever. And I remember some of my friends. I, I like I know some of the fan club friends that I've made. Right. They you know they have plans that they execute. To meet the band, yes. <laughs> and I've never. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird strategy. Yeah, yeah, it's a strategy, and I no, I I have never, but I've seen. I think I've been. I've seen them about fifteen times, which yeah. I know is a very low number. No, you're good. To the Bon Jovi <laughs> population, but to like the common man, when I you know when yeah. I say that to someone who's not a fan, they look at me like, right. whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Now, so when we met up, then. It was back in the AOL Instant Messenger days. I was in college. Now you you were my guardian angel because like how how would you describe me in college? Then was I an emotional wreck or what was the deal? <laughs> Did I just couldn't get any girls to like me or what was the, well you were kind of like the touched by an angel like woman on my shoulder? <laughs> I was like what's her name Laura Downey? Laura, Laura yeah, I don't know. We, I'm, I'm missing the bangs. Laura Dern? I think. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because. Um, I married. I married a guy who was similar to what you were like in college. Oh, that's he funny. was <laughs> no, but um, did you know no, him in I college? Just, I did. Oh, yeah, good. we knew each other in college, and we were complete opposites. Nice. And he was he was um, the quintessential social butterfly on campus, and he really. I mean, he would admit that he wasn't really there to study or do anything right. academic, whereas I was very serious about. Um, getting on the dean's list and all that, right. but no, I would say I would say 
it was, I think, the typical college, you know, like you go through the, the quarter life crisis a little bit. Uh-huh. And what am I going to do with my life? I think I remember I remember that a little bit. And I was only a couple years younger than you. So I don't know what. So, wisdom you, I could. so for me, so for me, I was I was getting I was coming off like a quarter life crisis person when I was going little, to you. OK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, mean, I, I agree. I mean, I was I think I was I couldn't get any girls. I, think I, I couldn't get girls really to like me. So it's weird. Like I was like chatting with like Bon Jovi fans. Like it was kind of crazy, like all around the world, like, and they're all girls. I'm like, wow, this is good. And yeah. it was, but yeah, you were more like the, like the pep talker. You were the coach yeah. to me in college. So, <laughs> so I matured and I grew up and it's good. Cause you, I guess you were all you, because of me. All, all because of you. Yeah. You were the catalyst <laughs> to me maturing. Let's take all it. Because of me. Yeah. Let's say that. It's fine. <laughs> sure. That's that's a compliment. Sure. Yeah. Where and you were in school at, in Ohio. Yes. Okay. What yeah. college? Can you say? I can, but you've probably never heard of I it. Have Malone heard of University. It. Malone. I've heard it's small. It's a small evangelical Christian college. Oh, okay. I try to perform at those. Usually, they're they're very nice in replying to me, but then when they see me, they're like, no. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it was no. a good school. A it was it was I, a good school. I think I've been to their website. I like their website. It's very nice. <laughs> it's very nice. Very flashy. Mm-hmm. Very nice website. It's WordPress friendly. Okay, we're gonna get back to my talk with Andrea and talk everything library. But first, we're gonna talk everything Patreon.com. Patreon is a website that has been created for creators like me to hopefully connect up with supporters like you for on a recurring basis. Recurring. I left out the G. On a recurring basis, uh, you could help support the podcast, uh, reach new heights, expand, put more time into getting more Facebook friends tracked down by going to patreon.com slash funny Evan. That's where you'll see where I'm coming from with this podcast. That's where you'll see what I have planned for this podcast. And that's where you will see the reward tiers you guys can get for supporting the podcast for as little as a dollar a month. That's it. That's Coinstar change. You can just help support and be a patron of the show. There are better rewards than just being a dollar a month access to my patron post. For $3 a month, you can become a member of my Awkward Army. For $5 a month, I will send you an Evan Wexel cell phone wallet. I even offer credits such as being a producer on the show, being a guest on the show, getting a consultation by me, even title sponsorship. It's all there. That is the most direct way you can help support this podcast by going to patreon.com slash funny Evan. Now, enough about that. I'm bringing back Andrea Leg. Uh, mm-hmm. So <laughs> would, and am I accurate in saying you're a librarian or are you just working in a library? I actually have my master's in library science, so I am a certified public librarian, oh. which is ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous! I know. I know that's. I know. Laugh uh, because I got, it's, I've never heard it before. <laughs> I know. So you're good. At, so what are like? If you were Batman of librarians, what's in your like utility belt? What are you oh. like? You can like point out where to look and like what reference to point out, or I'm really good at dismantling fake news, yes. which is extremely important yes. nowadays. <laughs> I'm really good at. Um, I'm really good at tracking people down and finding like um like ancestry? Yes. No way. Ancestry and also like 
if one of my friends is dating a guy and she wants to know more about his background, I can find ways to, you know, just so like, you could be a private investigator. A little bounty honey. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> yes. But no, but, but but in all seriousness, there's yeah, there's a lot of um, resourceful aspects to the job where, you know, a lot of research and um, connecting people with materials that they want. Yeah. Um, like, there's a lot more. Yeah. Cause like library sciences, I've just never heard the phrase, but I could see where people, there could be like an ex- an advanced uh, continuing education to become librarian. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't just be like, you know, and you know, I don't think you don't come off like the stereotypical librarian. I mean, thanks. Do you, do you don't, do you don't have like pinch nose glasses or anything like that? That right. 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 Or the bun or all that. No, there's, and I think a lot of people think, um, like when I interview people for positions that, you know, sometimes they'll say, oh, well, you know, I I can find anything that I need because I have Google. And that's true. We have a lot of information, you know, at our fingertips, but is it legitimate? Is it, is it good information? And that's where the training comes in with, you know, the studying and figuring out what's a credible source and you know, all that boring stuff. Okay, so you are, are the equivalent of, like, someone who Googles is, like, someone within, like, a photographer with someone who makes selfies with their iPhone. Like, you're the true <laughs> professional yes. that yes. that has it all down. Yes. Okay. It, I don't now, take it that seriously, now, say though, there was but, a, yeah. Say there was a World Series of librarians. Like, librarians <laughs> were competing against each other. Not like a librarian fight club, but if there was, like, a competition between librarians to be like, I'm better than you, like, what would you – like, how could you out-librarian another librarian? Oh, man. Honestly, yeah. medical information, I can I – can, I'm really good at getting down to the nitty gritty on facts. Also okay. genealogy. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good. Have yeah. you, have you gone into your own genealogy? Have you like gone? I have. Okay. So yeah. where do your, where do your roots come from then? Are you like overseas in Europe and. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had, um, I had ancestors from Spain and Poland and I found their manifest logs on from the <laughs> Ellis Island and it was cool to see, you know, their signatures and everything. Wow, this is I know it's amazing. Because um, the funny thing is, like, I also I also tutor from time to time, and I help kids with their SATs. And there's actually was a, a reading passage about how librarians are still helpful in the digital age. Like you think like you'd be like the kind of you'd, you'd be like phased out like like camera stores or like photographers, yeah. but you still have like the option. And one of the things they said in the passage was, I guess. When it came to like times of recession, like you would know mm-hmm. how to like throw resumes together and cover letters mm-hmm. together. So like, and you have like the free resources um, mm-hmm. to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it really it's it's really a cool thing. I I really enjoy talking about my job, which I know not a lot of people are fortunate enough to say. Um, we're actually doing something at the library I work at now, where we're unrolling this uh, makerspace station where people can. We have three D printers. And we have um, we have this really cool device that you know how uh, transferring a VHS to uh, tape to it. Yeah, we have that that people Holy can ca- use for free. Whoa! Um, t- taking uh, negatives and slides and turning them into uh, JPEG files and just you know stuff like that that you wouldn't think of. We do that for free here. So um, yeah, it's an interesting place to work. Oh wow! Um, I'm, I'm impressed the 3d printing. I mean, that's below, usually like only like colleges or like engineering departments have that. Yeah. Like, what, so then what comes out of a 3d printing machine? Like what would people, 
really the big thing right now that's being printed are those fidget spinners that kids are really starting to get into. Because right now, they can print them for free. So instead of what, buying them online, so they can... What's a fidget spinner? Like, what is, I have to Google this now. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's taking the middle school uh, world by storm. Okay. It's a, it's something that... It's, it's specifically di- designed for kids who have ADHD or attention right. deficit. Um, and it just kind of helps them to quiet their mind a little bit and focus on something oh, else, something that kind of like that they can fidget with. Right. Um, so the kids will come in and they'll have the, uh, the specs for their design already all ready to go. And they just plug it into the computer and it connects to the printer and it prints out an, a nice polymer plastic object, which is fascinating when you think about it. What material comes out then? It's not paper then that comes out. No. Or- it's like it's like a polymer, like a plastic type of. It's it. it oh, we Jesus. put in um, we put in filament that's sort of like it would be like the ink to yeah. a you know to a regular printer. Yeah. And it's sort of like a plastic ribbon type substance. Wow. And it yeah, and it just kind of layers upon layers upon layers when it prints, and then it's yeah, it's it's mind blowing. Yeah, <laughs> to it's, see. It's probably, yeah. It's probably how they do Westworld. They probably just like print out all those people <laughs> with the three D yeah. printer. Okay. Probably. Wow. Yeah. Um, cool. So let me then ask, uh, since we've never spoken before, do you have any, any questions for me, I guess, because you, uh, yeah, let's ask that one now. You have any, anything you'd uh, like, since I've been interviewing you and I'm curious about like, obviously your stuff, is there anything you've always needed, curious about asking me since it's our first conversation ever or? Yeah. Well, yeah. I want to know how your son's doing. My son. Yeah. We're good. I'm a big fan. He's, he's, he's five now. He's five. Oh my God. I'm kicking him back out there on the YouTube and you? uh, we have, we used to do a web series when, when he was like yeah. one and a half to three. It was called wrestling, Tri- right? Right. We did a different move each episode. Now we're calling it. Don't try this at home instead of try this at home with tr- <laughs> the don't is in parentheses. So you can take it or not take it. Yeah. But you know, he's a little bigger now. So I, I filmed, I put one recent episode I just did with him and now I'm going to release another move I did on him and cool. it's good because, like, he – before his stuff, I had, like, 100 YouTube subscribers. Yeah. And now I'm at over 11,000. So, wow. So – and it's only – and they – it's like I'll upload a video of me and it doesn't get any traction. But if I upload a video of him, it's like, you know, like 500 views in a day or, like, 40 yeah. likes in a day. So – It's humbling, it's cool. isn't so it? It's good. <laughs> I mean, I'll – there's and and like I did like WrestleMania predictions with him and that video has like eleven thousand views and it's like That's all amazing. I did was just sit in front of the computer and just talk about so I'll probably do more of that with him but he he doesn't like wrestling as much as me but um, mm-hmm. yeah but still uh, he'll he'll jump on when I need him to yeah, yeah that's, so that's awesome that's what, that's what we do. Um, how how is your Facebook life then? Are you mostly like sharing family stuff uh, since this is a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode, I might as well ask, yes. what is, what's Facebook life like for you? Facebook life, um, well, it's not, I, I, I used it, in a, I think, in a different way when I first signed on, because I've been on it since, what, 05? Yeah. Does that sound right? Kind of yeah, like I was when on it was, 04, yeah, when it was like yeah, exclusive was colleges just, only. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Um, so I use it now mostly to... I use it in a professional sense to kind of share what's going on with, with public libraries um, and especially the one I work at. And mostly it's for family sharing. Yeah. Um, 
you know, you have a kid and you have family that's spread out across the U.S. And it's really the easiest way, especially, you know, if, if something um, if something important is going on or something fun or something that you'd want to share yeah. with family members. It's so nice now. You can just, you know, share a picture and suddenly the entire extended family on both yeah. sides are, are aware of what you're doing. It is good So that that's way. pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Then okay. So but then before we wrap up, is there anything you would like to promote? Would you like to promote your library? Would you like to promote librarians in general? Anything I could you'd want to say oh. about the the forum is yours if you're anything yeah. you'd like to add. I, I wasn't expecting a yeah, I wasn't yeah. expecting an ad opportunity here. Yes, here's an ad opportunity. <laughs> what what should people check out more of, whether it relates to you or your your groups? Well, the thing that I'm probably the most passionate about that I talk about the most on the Facebook is reading to your kids okay. and using the library because we have thousands upon thousands of books for kids and little kids and bigger kids and teenagers because the early literacy skills are so important right. in establishing that fundamental um, pattern for learning Um and story times are really, really exciting for kids. And I think sometimes people who I think, you know, you get out of school and you're 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 just working a regular job and you right. forget that the library exists because you don't really need it. Yeah. And then you have kids and you forget that it's there. So I think, you know, it's a nice reminder for parents who might, you know, have might have not been in there for a while to, to bring right. their kids in. No, so, I, I would. I mean, he's five just recently, but I'm still, he doesn't read yet, but I mean, maybe he recognizes a word here and there. Mm -hmm. And I try to do like sight words with him a little yes. bit and he knows his yeah. letters, but I'm not, I want him to be able to like, cause kids in his daycare are already writing, but he's not so much, but I'm trying yeah. to see, you know, I want him to eventually like read and write, especially as someone who like teaches kids, even though they're older kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would totally want to see like, I mean, I think story time, he does get read to a little bit, um, mm -hmm. but he but he loves his dinosaur things on Netflix as well. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> and there's value in everything. I know because yeah. my son, too, the iPad and all the all yeah. those shows. But but yeah, I think there's a there's a happy medium. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's a big that's a big thing. And, it, and And I've read some studies where reading to your children, you know, even when they get older, even when they're, you know, five, six, seven, it helps them to. Um, formulate empathy at a younger age because they can imagine what a character is feeling or sure. they can imagine it. Like if you try to read a chapter book to a child instead of a picture book, it might help them to develop their imagination more, yeah. you know, okay. instead of looking at the, so it's just, there's a lot of really cool things that, you know, I would have never, and I probably wouldn't be so invested in it if I didn't have a little one at home, but okay. yeah. How old, and how old your, your kid right now? He's three. Oh, wow. He's three. Okay. So he's he's really starting to enjoy the WrestleMania moves with dad right now. Oh, he is. Oh, good. He only he's needs, getting he's into pointers. all that. I don't know if that's yeah. a full tutorial. That's 17 episodes you can watch. <laughs> I will watch. pass that along. Okay. Don't try this at home. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, cool. Right, right. Well, you got, then I guess, guys, we should go to the library um, because Andrea, yes. Andrea said so. Not Thank Andrea. You. Andrea's like Andrea Zuckerman from 90210. We're going to do. Yeah, I'm Andrea, not her. No, you're not her. That Andrea. Fun, fun fact is Andrea Zuckerman, the real person, Gabrielle Carteris, is our uh, yes. head of the the actors union right now. Is she in, really? In yeah, she is. Uh, fun fact. Yeah, so she's head of the SAG after in uh in L.A. I think nationally. Cool. Oh, yeah, so fun. Okay, Andrea Andrea Leg, thank mm -hmm. you for coming on. Socially awkward. This was great because usually I get like obviously I know my fair share of like like 
artists or singers or whatever, but can be funny people. But it's cool. I always like getting like people from all walks of life. So it's definitely yeah. cool to get. You're my first librarian, and we'll wow. see. We'll see. We'll see what other librarians I know. But okay. I'll know that that I'll know that you're the best. And that Thanks, librarian, Simon. the first rule of Librarian Fight Club is you don't talk about Librarian Fight Club. That's absolutely right. <laughs> okay. Thanks for coming <laughs> on. Thanks. All right, guys. That was my talk with Andrea Legg. And I think her maiden name is Piasecki, but she doesn't care about that. Andrea, it was awesome to come on. Um, just to remind you guys, uh, awkwardwithevan.com, at awkwardwithevan on Facebook and Twitter. Check it out at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Actually, iTunes, which is now Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe, write a five-star review, share that sucker all you want. Um, and patreon.com slash funnyevan to be a patron of this show. Um, another way you could help Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel is I'm an Amazon affiliate as well, as is this podcast. You can click on the Amazon link in my show notes. If you click on that, do your shopping through Amazon. It kicks back stuff to me, to the podcast. I even will put a special link because Amazon is coming out with the Echo Show. You know, the thing where you say, Alexa, do this. Alexa, do that. Now it's going to be, Alexa, show me this. Alexa, show me that. So I'm going to give you, uh, if you guys are planning to get the Amazon Echo Show, there's a link in the show notes for that. Um, so that's me indirectly saying maybe the, the podcast could be sponsored then by Amazon. Who knows? Um, but I want to thank you guys for coming out uh, and listening to this. I already have my next episode recorded, ready to go. And uh, it's someone who was in a boy band. I can tell you that right now. Pretty impressed. And this person didn't even know who I was until after I started talking to him. So that tells you he was a big deal. Who will that be? You got to subscribe to the podcast, people. Thanks for listening. Stay awkward, or at least I will. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.